0: Hi, I'm Rebecca Gallardo, the host of Alone in a Room with Invisible People. I'm here today with author and teacher Holly Lyle, and today's topic is a um, much-waited-for correction and kind of um, addition to the original. So this is How to Plot Surprises and Mysteries in Any Genre, Part 2. This time, we are doing the correct thing and not plotting surprises and mysteries and murder mysteries. (laughs) Yes. We made a very big mistake. The whole point was um that we were going to do uh plotting and mysteries in something other than a mystery or you know murder mystery. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oops. So. <laughs> and then oops. <laughs> yes. Yes. So um if you have not listened to that episode, you have to go back and listen to that episode first because we are not going to rehash all of the older stuff, uh, we probably generalize and then have a, a takeaway at the end. But we are are going through the worksheets. Once again, Holly and I have taken the worksheets that are free to download. We don't need your email address. We don't need any of that. You go to alonewithinvisiblepeople.com, go to our downloads page. You can find the link on the right. And you can download the Mystery Builders and you can download Holly's older um scanned version. So um, look, go back, listen to How to Plot Supplies and Mysteries in Any Genre Part 1 and now on to the not murder mystery plots. All right,
1: <laughs> so I decided for my second run at this uh, to go with science fiction and I am working from my worksheet here and uh, now this might not be science fiction as I have been thinking of science fiction as, you know, techie, it, well, it is, it's, but it's, this is going to be the same cross genre stuff that I've been doing. So, um, this is, I am introducing a new male character on Bailey's Irish space station. So first here's my sentence. Uh, a new Bailey's resident meets a woman who keeps to herself, tries to overcome obstacles between them and discovers she isn't who she appears to be all right
0: Ooh, i like that yes okay all right so um are we going back and forth with yeah. this
1: yes that sounds like okay. a great idea okay so now what's your sentence
0: okay my sentence was the okay and i have a couple of hyphenated words so that's how i'm keeping it under 30 that works because as per your rule that well, is well, actually, not it's at, cheating yeah it is at 30 so the recently orphaned owner of an in the red used car dealership hires a smooth consultant and his sales team but finds herself falling for him despite i can't even read my own damn handwriting finds herself falling for him despite the continued failure of her father's business um and mine is romance
1: okay um this one is actually going to be kind of semi-romance too but it's also science fiction romance yeah okay so Um, How I define my character's problem. A new male character on Bailey's Irish space station has fallen in love with a longtime resident, but is told to leave her alone, that he's not the right person for her and that she prefers to be left alone. But he's really attracted to her and he's persistent. So he determines to get to know her and show himself to best advantage. Okay, so that's my character's problem.
0: Um, mine because it's a romance i put both characters problems okay um the main character failing business hates the business hates salesmen (laughs) made a promise to her father that she'd make it work she'd save his life's work um now i had some sticky notes yeah well (laughs) i had some sticky notes here um her business is going out of business (laughs) he's he's a major closer she hates salesmen he hates uptight snobby holier than thou hypocritical bitches i don't know why that one was so long wow (laughs) that hire him to do a job and then hate him for being good at it (laughs) (laughs) so yeah and and basically like the the how do i define a character's problem also gave me her secret Okay. Um, so like all these stickies that kind of go with how do I define the character's problem. Okay. So it's her secret. She hates the dealership. Hates it. But she made a promise to her father and she'll go down with the ship if that is what it takes to do everything to keep it. Because she is not a liar. She is not a salesman. She is not her father. Wants to be, yeah. So And then it says, uh, wants to be a history teacher. So
1: Okay. All right. So let's see. So mine, the next thing that you do when you are plotting out your mi- surprises and mysteries, as you ask, what are all the characters' possible solutions? How, what w- how, all of the different kinds of things they could do. Um, and my guy is going to ask people her story, why she's supposedly alone by choice. This is the low key approach. Then when people kind of stonewall him, he can try to get her talking about her life and past and build on that. This is the direct approach. Then when she proves a bit reticent, hire someone to dig into her past and get all the information he can. This could backfire badly, and it is a questionable ethical approach. Um, So those are my three for, oh no, I have, uh, I still have more. Um, So after he can try those or decides to not try those, he could do something brave or crazy or wonderful to interest her in him by by, bypassing the product problem of getting to know her by having her want to get to know him. He could find out what she likes and make himself be that the be different approach, or he could watch her, follow her, listen to her, build up an understanding of who she is and what matters to her life. And this could either be a, be a friend approach, or this could be the creepy stalker approach, depending (laughs) on how that goes. Okay. So those are my, what are all the
0: characters possible solutions? Your turn. Last time what we did was the solutions uh, for the story. Oh. So I kind of thought, so I went with uh salesman comes to town, fixes business, moves to town at the end, marry happy ever after. And the thing is, like, I think this still fits because all of these solutions are still, like, where can this story go? Mm-hmm. And then since the next part is how do we make it look like that's going to happen and then don't, it still works, right? So that's one possible solution for it. Um, main character hates salesman, learns to love him, takes he takes over business as she becomes married and pregnant wife. And again, that is that um, H E A ending that a lot of silhouettes have, and you know that's somewhere that people are going to think it's going to go. So I consider consider that as a solution. Okay. So then she hates the business and and salesman. She promised her father, but she never said she'd keep the business. Sells it. Follows dream to become a history teacher. Salesman follows her to see where their relationship goes. Um, okay, and then, and then the other one is actually the ending that I kind of like. So would I include that right now? Um, no, hang on that to that. It would take. Okay. Yeah. So you might have heard about Holly's new course, How to Write a Novel. This is a thirty-seven or thirty-eight week course with weekly lessons I know she's going to create some bonuses as well but with the step-by-step lessons you get worksheets demos class discussion question and answer sessions and you get to work alongside in the forums with other people this is an amazing course. She had three objectives when she started creating the class. That by the end of the class, you will be comfortable using the different steps it takes to write a good novel. Two, starting fresh with a new project on day one, but learning how to go back later and figure out what went wrong with any of your other past works. And my favorite, this is not a timed class. This is a go at your own pace class. But by the time you finish the class, you will have finished the first draft of your novel. That is huge. That is amazing. Starting right, developing novel sized ideas, concept testing, planning before writing. You get novel worthy characters, immersive conflict, grabbing readers and just not letting go. There's writing the killer first page and then all of the ones that follow keeping up with it. There's novel structures and how to work inside them. There's getting words on the page, building your daily process. There's allegories and themes and subtext. I mean, this, this goes really, really deep. There's so much more from Monday april 1st to april 8th that is next tuesday at 10 p.m eastern standard time i believe this is open to join this class is amazing (laughs) and if you want you know just obviously take a look let us know in the forums if you have joined the class you really can't find a better community than what holly has built online so if you're interested go to hollyswritingclasses.com go to the shop and take a look at how to write a novel Okay. So the
1: next question on the worksheet is how do I present the pieces of each possible wrong solution? Um, so what I'm going to do is get information that she doesn't like men or women getting an incorrect inference that she's either asexual or misanthropic. Uh, my second way of presenting pieces for each possible wrong solution is to discover when talking to her that she's very guarded about her past. She will not drop any hints about where she was or what she did before. He assumes a horrific past. Um, the hired investigator, which is Solution 3, digs up only the fact that her history is manufactured, that she doesn't actually exist as herself before Bailey's Irish Space Station, so we can assume she is either a criminal or a spy agent with a very different past. Um, Four, to, to do something that he likes for her, he rescues a kitten trapped in the space station incinerator for her, chasing her, causing her to be nicer to him. He literally that would win me over. Yeah, he literally saves the cat. Um, okay, and then five, he finds out that she is enchanted by musicians and takes up the guitar and writes her a song. She turns out to be a remarkable guitarist, embarrassing him by fixing his song.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah,
1: yeah. Well, like it's we're gonna. There's a reason for that. Okay. And then he's walking home, taking the same route she takes and sees her going into a bioconstruct center and discovers that she's an artificial intelligence bioconstruct trying out a new model body.
0: Oh, that's even sadder. So now it's your turn. How do I present the pieces of each possible wrong solution? Um, So the first possible wrong solution was kind of the two-in-one where it's they get, you know, married, happily ever after, you know, they have the babies, pregnant, all that stuff. So um, how I present each one – so first of all, you start leading them. The point was to lead them in the wrong direction. So I'm leading them in the wrong direction as the family is pressing her to settle down and have kids and stuff. And so that'll go along for a few scenes. And then it'll pop up with later, she reveals she cannot have kids. Um, And the father was a liar. The mother divorced him for adultery. So no desire to marry whatsoever. So you already know, like, that's probably, you know, okay, well, that's out of the question, possibly. Okay, so the second solution was that he takes over the business, you know, as they, they get together. But she has the love interest has always wanted to settle down him he has always wanted to settle down and own his own business so you think hey that's exactly where this is going he's going to take over the dealership and it'll be perfect but later it's revealed that he doesn't want to sell at all he doesn't want to be a salesman he's he's great at it he's phenomenal but he hates it so it, and he is saving up for a brick and mortar shop of his own, something very very different, something that is uh, you know, selling handcrafted items or selling the, I don't know musical instruments or something. He does not want to be a car salesman anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so so while you lead that up where people think, "Oh, I know where this is going." And then no you don't. Oh, Ha-ha. that's nice. So the other part of what you're trying to basically trick people, not trick people, but, um, misdirect. when they're reading, yeah, misdirect. So when they're reading this, they're going to see her promise is first and foremost on her mind because she promised her father on her, his deathbed that God damn it. She was going to save this business, this, and and not only was the promise made on a deathbed, but her strength in her mind, of not being anything like her father is so important to her because if she fails, she was a liar, basically. And her father was a salesman. He was a liar. He never kept any promises. You know, if he said, oh, don't worry, I'll be there for your birthday, he wasn't, that sort of thing. That was her father. So she made a promise to him. She, goddammit, she is going to, to absolutely keep that promise. And that is a misdirect because there's a reason why maybe she wouldn't want to so cool but but you don't her it's so important to her that you don't don't see her not keeping it right you know i like so yeah okay so that next the last part for you
1: okay so um i am actually at the last part now which is how do i hide the pieces
0: of the character's correct solution um but we didn't say what our correct solution was so let's say it now right
1: he proves to her that he loves her and accepts that is, she isn't human and wants her anyway
0: oh yes so That's this cute. is a far
1: future kind of science fiction romance romance yes. okay now how do i hide the pieces of the character's correct solution with misdirection, with lessening the awareness between the bioconstruct and the where, with lessening the awkwardness between the bioconstruct and the man so that they actually have good communication with each other. But she is clearly keeping herself back because she knows what she is and she thinks there's no way he can love her. Um, The emphasis on rare human moments, uh, the assignment of the rest of social awkwardness and shyness to her lack of attraction. And then um, that save the cat thing that he did where she falls in love with him. And um, because he could do something that she couldn't do because she was a bioconstruct and he was an actual human. So she could not do that thing that he did. Um, Save the cat? Yeah. Yeah, there was. I don't know. I don't know. It's something about the way that the things are are set up, where bioconstructs can't go into the grills to get stuff out, and people can, or whatever. Mm. Um, But I like. You know, this is this is just brainstorming and ideas that I came up with. Yeah. Yeah. But that's that is how you hide the mystery that she is not human, and then gradually bring it forward and have all of these little pieces to fall into place. And then have it be proven impossible, followed by having it be proven not impossible.
0: All right. Well, um, mine was, okay, so my correct solution is basically the same one that I was mentioning before with a twist. So the one where I said she hates the business and salesman, she promised her father, but she never said she'd keep the business. Um, so... And then it's about following the dream to be a history teacher. Or a salesman follows to see where their relationship goes. All of that is the correct ending, except she doesn't sell the business. She lets it go out of business. She lets it fail. uh uh-huh. Now, you don't see that coming because her promise is so important to her. Um, you're, the reason that she lets it fail is because she realizes that one she realizes the motivation of his to keep that alive you know maybe it's a mix of motivations but mostly it was his ego it was this thing that he had built and had done so well at until he got sick and then it fell and he felt that that was his legacy he didn't see her it was as his, his legacy. dream. yeah well it wasn't just his dream it was it was his ego it was his pride yeah. this this used car dealership and all the money that he made that you know and and in the meantime she's thinking of the tough time her mother had you know having to scrape by having two jobs and his father and her father was just this this you know maybe maybe she didn't want for things necessarily but her mother you know did and her mother it wasn't something that her mother ever let her see growing up Mm -hmm. but when she got older you know she realized the reason mom was never there and because it was where she was working two jobs and she realized that her father was trying to turn her you know against her mom which is something she realized as a teenager too maybe in part of it but um so she realizes that the business was his ego and it was that's why it was you know to him it was failing only because he got sick but she's seen the books she's seen that that he was spending more than than the business was making and all this other stuff but she also realizes that her desire to keep that promise had nothing to do with the man she made it to it had to do with how she saw herself and had to prove to herself that she was nothing like her father that's awesome so she has to let that go she has to let that fear of ever being like her father go. She has to, to realize that keeping that promise to him doesn't serve her in her life. And it doesn't have to serve the memory of a dead man who was never what his customers thought he was anyway. Nice. Um, so you, how to hide it is to put emphasis on her promise and how this is a hot spot for her. Because her father broke all of these promises and she is not him. So putting all the emphasis on that hides the fact that she's eventually going to give up on her promise. Right. And then also show how important this business is to people in her life. You know, employees, maybe family, people in town in some ways. It's, a, it's an institution, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's how I was hiding my stuff. And again, this is a romance. But you can still build the mystery by giving characters secrets – by hiding secret motivations, by um, giving them the character hotspots, which is something that um, I w- was reminded of going through the How to Write a Series. Um, you talk about the hotspots in it, oh, so yeah. I was using that in here, coming up with the characters' hotspots and creating the mysteries and kind of stuff around them, so that it's kind of these secrets that you you can hide and then you can build the mystery by giving them these actions and then motivations that are different and then sometimes their actions don't meet their their words or maybe what they what you think they should be doing but they do meet the motivation that you find out later
1: all right well that takes us then to basically the end of the episode um we had I have a a little takeaway for you here. This is a little different than the takeaway from the first part of the episode, which is just this. The reader wants to know why your story matters. And you, so you have to know why your story matters. It has to matter to you for it to matter to the reader. You have to be able to bring that out as you have to find the part of yourself that is tied into this story so that. You can write something that comes directly from you that is meaningful. Next thing is the answer to that question is your story's mystery, no matter what your genre is. That why your story matters is the mystery. And answering that is the the resolution.
0: And then finally, my demo. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, so with that takeaway, give the example in using your work
1: okay okay so my example for that is that this guy fell in love with this girl and discovered that she did not have to be human for him to love her he loved her for the person she was in spite of the fact that she was um not an not artificial, an artificial intelligence yeah but
0: the mystery but, that made the story matter was that
1: the mystery for me that made that story matter is is how do you define love? How, how, what, and ah. who, what defines a person? And if there are two people who are in love, do they have to be human? And the answer to that for me was no, they don't have to be human, but you know, that love is possible across a much broader barrier than what we may limit it to. And that's, that's what matters. That's the to, theme, right? Yeah, that's the theme. That's but, what
0: matters to me. But the mystery that gets the person involved in that theme is... Was, how do they figure out? How how does he figure out, first off,
1: that she isn't human? And second off, how does he find out that he can
0: still love her? So, yeah, And I would think that the first thing is why... The mystery, or the initial mystery, is what the hell is with this chick. Right. <laughs> right? Right. Yeah, so see, like, I'm having a problem figuring out my mystery in here. It's... Oh, the mystery is why is she hanging on to that
1: business that she doesn't want to hang on to?
0: Okay, yeah. And then why is he so hesitant? Because he's got his own little mysteries here. Um His, and I don't know where the hell I put it, but he lost a brother who was killed in action oh yeah his secret is his brother was uh kia his parents are miserable and michael was the good son and also donnie's best friend so like he's hesitant to believe that you know anything good will last or any one person will stay with him um you know that the people that he loves the most will just Shit on him, basically. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, his his own mystery would be like the whole thing of this story. I guess would be like how are they gonna even get together?
1: Yes. Well, in in a romance, that is usually that always the mystery.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I figure with a romance, it's a little bit easier because it's not to write or to create something that is impactful and meaningful and surprising for the reader, but more, it's it's um it's easier in knowing what your mystery is is like you said how are these two people going to get together right okay so after we figured out that for myself really kind of clarifying for me and what other writers might be listening and wondering um just repeat the two takeaways again and then we'll wrap up okay so our two takeaways are that the reader wants to know why your story matters
1: And the second is that the answer to that question is your story's mystery, no matter what your genre is that, and you use the same techniques of misdirection and alternative endings and figuring out what could happen. And this whole same process, you use the same exact worksheet. You go through the same exact process, but you are getting a different kind of mystery And it will, the kind of mystery you get depends on the genre you're writing. Uh, In my case, it was a love story in science fiction, but it can be anything. The process will get you the mystery that will keep your reader reading.
0: Yeah, and it would be really, really cool, and I just kind of thought of this, but if other writers wanted to put some of these together for other genres. So we don't need romance, we don't need sci-fi, and we definitely don't need murder mystery. Yeah. So if any if anybody wants to fill these out and um, share as examples in the forums, maybe I can do just another piece like this. uh, Reading them aloud and kind of add that in as just an extra little episode holly won't be in that one it'll just be kind of and i'll be thanking the writers obviously with this i would read i would i would give their actual names Mm -hmm. so yeah if, if anybody is interested in that i'll put a timeline on it in the forums you do have to have an account so you can share it in the forum and i'll just pick just a few just one here and there in different genres again no romance No sci-fi romance, but sci-fi is okay, I guess. Mm -hmm. And no murder mysteries because we've done that. But yeah, any kind of paranormal, urban fantasy, horror, western, children's books, YA, something like that. Yeah, any of that stuff. Yeah, so in just a real quick episode, just another way to show people how in their genre they can do this same exact thing. Okay, so is there anything else you want to add before we wrap it up? Just thank you for joining us. Thank you for hanging in for this.
1: And um, I hope that you found this helpful.
0: All right. So that has been our episode, Plotting Surprises and Mysteries in, in any Genre. And this time it is, you know, again, not in a mystery-centric genre. So I'm, I'm hoping this is exactly what people needed. So if you want to be a part of the conversation, kind of get in there, kind of maybe even show us what you would do or how you would create it, or give us some examples that we could possibly read in another very small episode, you can find us at the forums. That is com. Just look for the podcast forum. Again, if you don't have an account, it's absolutely free, and we've got a lot of great people there. You can also leave comments on the website, That is alonewithinvisiblepeople.com. You can find us on the socials. That is Twitter and Instagram. That is at A-I-A-R-W-I-P. You can find us on Facebook at Alone in a Room with Invisible People. If you would like to support the podcast, we have two different methods. You can support us on a one-time basis. You can go to our website at alonewithinvisiblepeople.com. And on the right-hand side, there is... A drop-down menu and it gives you three different options you can support us on a monthly basis and I really want to say thank you so very very much to the people who are doing so that is patreon account patreo com, and just look up alone with invisible people or alone in a room with invisible people <laughs> or a-i-a-r-w-i-p and your monthly contributions right now are going to trying to make this podcast sound better trying to make sure that uh, we have the updated equipment, trying to make sure that we have the appropriate programs in order to kind of lessen the amount of work that we have to do to the website, that sort of thing. It's also helping me study to just make the podcast better in general. If you'd like to support the podcast in the best way possible, however, you can support Holly by either buying her fiction and rating her fiction on amazon.com. You can buy her courses And she's got a ton of them. We have started advertising for them a little bit on the podcast as well, just to kind of give people an idea of the courses that she has out there. But she has them for pretty much just everything, just writer's block, uh, writer's discipline, how to create things like a character or a world or a language. She has the bigger classes, which is just how to think sideways, how to write a series, how to revise your novel, just really how to write a novel in general. <laughs> or you can even become a patron of hers at Patreon. And it's Holly Lyle, L-I-S-L-E. And you can support her for $1, 2 or $5 a month every month. And, uh, see what she's writing, see what she's working on. She shares her rough drafts, her first drafts, and and everything in there. So thank you very, very much. If you need to contact us, it is show at alonewithinvisiblepeople.com. So for Holly and myself, because she did have to leave, this was a little bit of a faster episode. (laughs) So for Holly and myself, I just want to say thank you so much for listening. You guys really make this podcast thing an incredible experience, and we just love and adore all of you. And happy writing.